Okay, am I being a conspiracy theorist or am I just being observant? I don't know. Let's talk about it. The Biden administration gets caught lying again and Donald Trump gets indicted. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh my gosh, I take a day off and then suddenly the world explodes. We've got tons of news. So we're, and I'm not even going to give you an excuse why I didn't do my podcast yesterday. I woke up. I had a headache. I just wasn't feeling great. So I said, screw it. I'm not going to do it. I'll do it today. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Though I've got a video coming for you tomorrow on this Trump indictment thing. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, let's get, but we first have to get through the news and there's a ton of it. Okay, so let's get to the news. Uh, Biden administration uh, basically got caught lying again. I, I wish, I, I don't know why this is should be a shock, and I don't know why this hasn't been reported, and I, I just don't understand. So that Chinese spy balloon thing that no one worried about and that like cruised around the United States was a lot more useful to the Chinese than the Biden administration admitted. Um, the thing was controllable by the Chinese. As a matter of fact, the balloon over our military sites and our nuclear silos was doing figure eights around them. So they were, you know, they didn't get a good enough look on the first pass. So the Chinese decided, screw it, let's just go through it again and take a look at what's going on with these sites and uh, was doing figure eights around them. Um Information, remember the Biden administration said that the information that was being sent was being controlled by the U.S. government? Oh, that turns out to be a lie. Apparently, the thing was sending real-time electronic information back to China. So it would take a picture, send it right to China. So the, the Biden administration was basically lying. It was collecting all sorts of data. Now, instead of, you know, shooting it down over... Montana, where there are like four farmers and a, a four farmers and a cow. I mean, Lord, even even Yellowstone is not filmed in Montana. You didn't even have to worry about hitting Kevin Costner for Christ's sake. Yellowstone, I think, is being filmed in Utah or something. They decide just to you know screw it and let it fly around the across the country, and then the thing can take breaks whenever it feels like it, so that it can take more pictures. Incredible. Um, as our dollar loses its benchmark standard as the reserve currency in the world, Joe Biden has decided to send $1.5 billion to Ukraine again. Again, no one's talking about this. There's some real stuff happening around the world that no one's paying attention to. Today, the president of France, who's also a socialist communist, is in China supposedly striking up a business deal. And the Biden administration, you know, we're so busy paying attention to the indictment of Trump, which we'll get to later, which is just complete crap. We're so busy paying it. We're, we're not paying attention to China. China's putting, getting their sticky little fingers into everything right now. And we're just ignoring it. And not to mention, there are other things happening in the world we're just ignoring. Today, I, I, I heard something about 36 missiles 
from a Palestinian terrorist group is being sent into Israel? By the way, happy Passover for all my Jewish brethren. Um, It is the start of Passover. Love you all. God bless you. Have fun. Uh, Get that blood on that doorstop so that, you know, the Lord will just pass over you. But anyway, we're ignoring everything that's happening in the world. Absolutely incredible. Here's here's another incredible story. Uh, This happened last week. Um, The Las Vegas shooter, remember him, Stephen Paddock? He killed 60 people. I think it was 58 people. Injured hundreds taking shots at a country music concert in Las Vegas. Has remained a mystery for six years. This happened in 2017. We had no idea why this guy did what he did. Zero idea. Well, this degenerate gambler bought, I I think, dozens of guns, long-range weapons, AR-15s, rifles, everything, uh, rented a suite at the Mandalay Bay, broke out the window of his room, and started shooting at a concert, a country-western concert across the street. Now, the motive was never found until now. And if you ever heard of a BS motive like this, I've never. I if you believe this, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. The FBI found a motive through interviews with other degenerate gamblers, because that's what the guy was—a degenerate gambler. Apparently, he bought all those guns, killed sixty people, injured hundreds. I think it was five hundred he injured, and committed suicide. Because he was angry about how the Las Vegas hotels were treating the high roller gamblers. I kid you not, that's the excuse they came out with. They said it had nothing to do with politics. Of course, he's shooting up a country music concert, which is filled with heavily conservative people. This bothered me because um, the my controller at the place I worked plus my CFO at the place I worked, were there. They were there during the shooting. This this was always curious, made me curious as to why this person did this, and they never came up with an answer, and then they come up with this BS answer. This is obviously a mystery we were never meant to hear. And I guarantee you, it has nothing to do with the fact he didn't get those extra drinks while he was playing video poker. That's what he played. High stakes video poker. That's what the guy played. And he didn't get enough drinks, and I guess he just decided to climb up the, uh, to get a $2,000 a night room and just break the window and start shooting people because he didn't get enough drinks. It just absolutely asked our FBI. And then what's worse, <coughs> our FBI is investigating this de- degenerate trans guy in Nashville, who's a chick, and I'll refer to her chick, they're analyzing her manifesto to come up with a uh, with a with a motive that we're probably never going to hear about either. But they did give us more information. They searched her home. Okay, this chick that killed six people, including three kids, and they found guns and ammunition. They found a bunch of yearbooks from the Coven, uh, the Coventry School. They found a suicide note. The contents of that no- note were never released. What a shock. 
There were several journals found. There were a bunch of computers, a bunch of cell phones found. This chick was really planning this. And apparently, the only thing they would tell us is, she was planning to do this for months. This wasn't something she just woke up one morning and said, I'm going to go kill six people. She was actually planning this for months. And no one did anything about it. Again, the system. Now, it's not the police fault. It's technically not the system's fault. But the I'm sure there's going to be some investigations into the doctors who were giving her drugs because she was psychotic. It's going to be really interesting to see what they're going to do about this. And of course, the Biden administration to this day has yet to acknowledge that a trans person went into a Christian school and started killing Christians. Nothing has been admitted. If this were reversed, if a right-winger, a conservative, walked in to a drag show story time and started shooting all of the drag queens, I guarantee you we'd be, we would be hearing about this for the next two years. But, you know, Christians, they don't count. All right, now, I told you about my conspiracy theory. There's been a long-held conspiracy theory that in, in, in 1860, 1860, you had Lincoln. 1860, the president was Lincoln. And he was killed by a shooter, and he was shot in the head. In, 18, in 1960, you had John F. Kennedy, who was killed by a shooter and shot in the back of the head. President Kennedy was, President Kennedy's assassin ran from a book depository into a theater, was caught in a theater. uh, Lincoln's killer killed a man in a theater and ran into a bookstore. So a lot of people came up with, and then of course, 1980 was supposed to be Reagan, and Reagan was shot in, in, in 1981, I think it was. Well, I'm going to throw this out. Biden is the conspir- is exactly like Carter. He is Carter except four years younger. Carter's almost 100, by the way. So, inflation is at the same levels as... The Carter administration, they are identical. Inflation has never touched the same height as since the Carter administration. Gas prices are as high as they were during the Carter administration. Never have they been so so low. We are at a shortage. Our reserve is down. Same as with the Carter administration. I think the Carter administration is exactly, 1980 was the Carter administration, 2020, they both end with zeros. Well, something else happened that's a coincidence. Robert F. Kennedy, son of Robert Kennedy and nephew of John F. Kennedy, is running against president. Hey, when was the last time a Kennedy ran for president? In 1980 against Jimmy Carter. Now, what's, what's, what's weird? Carter got smoked in the general election. Carter got absolutely smoked in the general election by Reagan. So what's going to happen? Trump is running. We'll probably be running against Biden. Biden's going to get smoked in the general election. I'm throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Okay? I kind of am saying it's going to happen. 
Conspiracy theory? Maybe. Now, I kind of moved around here because my script was a little off. Uh, so I, I gave you the information about that degenerate trans guy or chick or whatever it is it, with the Coventry shooting. Uh, here's something that I just couldn't ignore, and I didn't want to make it a mainstay. But here is a Lutheran pastor. And I, I don't know what, what his or her name, I can't tell whether, I, I want to say it's a her, but I can't tell. It sounds like a her. It could be a him that's a her that became a him or a him that became, I can't tell. I just flat out cannot tell. But here it is, actually comparing the Nashville shooter that was trans and killed six people, including three kids, comparing this individual, I kid you not, to Jesus Christ. Let's listen. Jesus' journey to the cross, the author makes a point of saying that the chief priests and the whole council were looking for false testimony against Jesus so that they might put him to death. Those leaders were looking for any excuse, valid or not, to crucify Jesus. And they found that reason. And that reason was solidified when the crowd shouted to release Barabbas. They had their final excuse. They would kill the one whose reputation as a teacher and healer and whose mission of love and dignity was so very threatening to their own reputation that they needed to kill him in order to preserve their good image. It's baffling to me that someone's existence can be so threatening that people decide they need to be controlled, that they need to have laws made against them, or even worse, that the people that they find to be so threatening should die. There are a significant number of people who have deemed that the fact that the Nashville shooter happened to be a trans person, so it's been reported, is just the excuse they need to call for the eradication of trans folks. Rather than focusing on the fact that we have a serious gun violence problem that continues to go unaddressed, rather than focusing on the fact that six people, six more people are dead, rather than focusing on the fact that those staff and children should have been safe in that school, or focusing on the fact that children do not feel safe in their own schools, rather than focusing on any of this, they have decided they need to cause more harm. You got that? Uh this person is the reason now this person is the reason the shooter is the reason that we're persecuting trans people i don't see trans people being persecuted i'm sorry i don't i see them being praised i see the christians at that school being ignored being forgotten their names are gone they don't care about those kids they only talk about the trans people, and they're hiding the fact that this person was a trans person. So, no one's called for the persecution of trans people. Nobody. I haven't heard one person say, let's make transing illegal. By the way, not only that, Dylan Mulvaney, the guy 
who decided to become a girl a little over a year ago got another sponsorship from Budweiser. I kid you not, he got a sponsorship from Budweiser. Now, maybe I'm really off here, but I, I, I got a feeling that... And by the way, let's, let's go through the list. I'm sorry, not Budweiser. I'm sorry, Nike Women. He, re, he actually released commercials of him, I, I kid you not, showing sports bras. So let's take a look at Dylan Mulvaney. All right? So this is a guy who decided to become a girl a year ago, and he's basically wearing sexual blackface because he's acting like what he thinks a woman acts like. So Nike Women, is he's sponsored by Nike Women, Bud Light, Ole Hendrickson, I don't know who that is, the Plaza Hotel, Mac, which is a, a, a which is a, um, a a makeup company, and Mac is a very heavy makeup, so you can tell he needs as much makeup as he can get to look like a woman, and it ain't working. Ulta Beauty, Tampax, Tampax. He is sponsoring period stuff. Crest, Kate Spade, OK Cupid. Svedka Vodka, Urban Decay, Walmart, Mulger, Rent the Runway, Artesia, and Charlotte Tilbury. Does that sound like he's being persecuted? Or does that sound like that guy's making, I'd say, hundreds of thousands of dollars in sponsorships because he's a man that fakes being a woman? Yeah, that poor guy, those poor people. Spare me. And in Canada, now if you sit there and say, no, men can't be women. Yeah, in Canada, now you can face a $25,000 fine. That's something I'm, I'll bring up later, maybe. I, I, I don't really care about Canada. They're, they're, now, they're now slipping into totalitarianism. And I wouldn't be shocked if we have gulags very soon there. So, whatever. Okay, so that's our news. Let's get to our first story. So, the indictment is out. Donald Trump has finally been arrested. He was fingerprinted. Uh, no, uh, contrary to what he wanted, but no mugshot was taken. Uh, he was never placed in handcuffs. Uh, and all the drama that we expected to see didn't happen. Nothing happened. The, the whole court case, he was there for like an hour and a half. And then he left. He got on a plane, went straight to Mar-a-Lago. So this was all crap. So here's the summary of the charges. These are the summary of the charges from that Alvin Bragg, that, that moron. I'm not going to talk about this much because I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I really, I think this is going to get either dropped or he's going to be acquitted or some, there's going to be some appeal that's going to just drop this whole thing. It is just crap. So let's read the summary. During the election, Trump and others employed a, quote, catch-all and catch-and-kill scheme to identify, purchase, and bury negative information about him and boost his electoral prospects. By the way, that's not illegal. Trump then went to great lengths to hide this conduct, causing dozens of false entries in business records to conceal criminal activity, including attempts to violate state and federal election laws. Um, those laws were never defined, so there's a bit of a problem, and the state of New York cannot prosecute based off federal law. The federal government has to do that. The other problem is the federal government already investigated this and they said there's nothing there. 
So, and by the way, the federal government that was investigating was Biden's DOJ. So obviously there's nothing there. Continuing, Trump reimbursed Cohen, that's Michael Cohen, his, his fixer, through a series of monthly checks, quote, first from Donald Trump, J. Trump Revocable Trust, created in New York to hold the Trump Organization's assets during Trump presidency, and later from Trump's bank account. In total, 11 checks were issued for a phony purpose, end quote. Nine of those checks were signed by Trump. Each check was processed by the Trump Organization and illegally disguised as a payment for legal services rendered pursuant to a non-existent retainer agreement. So in other words, Cohen, who's an idiot, um, all he had to do to avoid any of this, and, and Trump, obviously not a lawyer, all they had to do is create a retainer agreement, and this would have been okay. Uh, and, and for some reason, they never did this. Probably because uh, Cohen wanted to, you know, CYA. In total, 34 false entries were made in New York business records to conceal the initial $130,000 payment. Further, participants in the scheme took steps to mischaracterize, for tax purposes, the true nature of the reimbursements. So, 34 counts. Now, you hear that and you think, all right, so what? how much money are we dealing with? You're dealing with $130,000. Trump, in order, according to New York, and this is actually up for debate, Trump made 34 payments to make up that $130,000 to Michael Cohen. All right, so he was paying maybe $10,000, $8,000 per payment. And so what the city of New York, or the state of New York decided to do was each payment became a felony. A, just weak sauce. Not the $130,000, which, okay, maybe? Uh, no, not even that. I mean, because everything he did here, and we're not saying he didn't do this, he did, but everything he did here is not illegal. Now, there are other problems. As a misdemeanor, this is only a two-year, this is only two years of, um, only two years for the statute of limitations. As a felony, it's only five years for the statute of limitations. This all happened in 2017. So, it's expired already. Even the felonies have expired. So, this is insane. I mean, even CNN and MSNBC are saying this is garbage. This is absolute garbage. There's nothing here. So if I read the indictment, and actually, no, I read the first like five entries of the indictment because they were all the same. This is what they said. The grand jury of the county, this is the first indictment. The grand jury of the county of New York, by the indictment, accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree, a violation of penal law 175.10, committed as follows. The defendant in the New York, the defendant in the County of New York and elsewhere, on or about February 14, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid to conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit an invoice from Michael Cohen dated February 14, 2017, marked as record of the Donald J. Trump Revocable Trust and kept and maintained by the Trump Organization. Those are the 34 indictments. If I went to the second indictment, that would say the exact same thing. Now, here's the problem. He's got another issue. 
in order to make this a real felony that goes beyond the five years, he said, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime. There's a huge problem with that. First off, intent. Trying to prove intent in a courthouse, very difficult to do. Very difficult to do. The second thing to do, because you basically have to say, well, Donald Trump meant to defraud the federal government, defraud this, defraud that, and he decided to do that instead of just paying off Stormy Daniels because he didn't want his wife to find out who was pregnant at the time. Donald Trump's a, a piece of work. There's no question. Okay, good president, but piece of work. All right, you can't prove It's going to be very... Old Trump has to say, no, I just didn't want my wife to find out. And that's it. It's not illegal to do that, by the way. It's definitely not illegal. We can go over the past 10 presidents that have done this and any politician we could point this to. But whatever. That's what they that's what they want. That's one. The other problem is another crime to co- intent to commit another crime. Alvin Bragg was asked, "What is the other crime?" He wouldn't answer. Now, is it because he's trying to hold this until um the trial? Or until discovery? Or is he trying to hold this because he doesn't know what other crime yet? A lot of people, including CNN and MSNBC, are saying it's the latter. That Alvin Bragg doesn't know what other crime to throw in there and he's trying to figure it out. Well, the thing with Alvin Bragg, he does have a lot of, um, he does have a lot of help here. Uh, the judge is a Biden donor. He is a leftist. Uh, the judge pushed this back till December. So now they will not have another court case until December. So they're just trying to get this so that Trump gets nominated. That's what they're trying to do. Because they think Biden can beat Trump. Which, I don't think so. I think Biden is going to lose his ass. The problem Trump has is he keeps talking about himself. And my dad and I fight about this constantly. My dad is a is Trump forever. And I keep telling him, Trump has got to tar- talk about the country and stop talking about himself. That night, Donald Trump went in front of the cameras and he spent an hour talking about himself. Talk- I-, I just kept saying, talk about Biden, talk about the country, talk about the troubles with the country, compare your record to Biden's record, which, is, by the way, is a slam dunk. But he keeps talking about himself. He keeps talking how he lost 2020 and how it was unfair, how the elections were stolen. He's just, he's become a, an ego, he's become more of an egomaniac, or at least he's showing it. So Trump is not helping himself at all. So that'll probably be the last time you hear about me talking about this indictment, because I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think this thing's going to be thrown out. Okay, let's get to the next story. Now, if you heard my podcast in the past, I am not a Lizzo fan. Liz, her music sucks. She's fat and proud of it, which is what bothers me. And she cries every time she's told she's fat and then acts like a victim. I mean, the gal's worth almost a billion dollars. You're, you're not going to make me feel like you're, you're a victim because you're fat. But worst of all, she pushes that being fat is not only not a bad thing, but it's a good thing. We need to look up to this. Look up to her because of this. Now, just to give you a hint on something, Lizzo is 5'10", which makes her tall for a woman, but she weighs 308 pounds. In all her video, she wears thongs. 
I'm surprised some activist group from the left hasn't come out and started screaming about the cruelty to um, spandex that she keeps providing. I mean, this weekend, she released a picture of her on the beach wearing a thong onesie bathing suit. I mean, it's just disgusting. It is very common in her videos. You'll see her eat a donut. That's because she's always promoting being fat instead of going out and, you know, jumping on a treadmill for five minutes. Well, she's decided the virtue signal on the Trans Day of Visibility last week. According to CNN, it's actually not last week. According to CNN, it is no secret that Lizzo is a passionate advocate for self-love. Yeah, I don't know why we celebrate self-love. I, I, it's selfishness, pride, arrogance. I mean, there's, alongside her confidence-boosting music, which includes tracks Good As Hell, To Be Loved, Am I Ready, and the Grammy Award-winning About Damn Time. Yeah, those are real quality. Chopin, look out. The singer launched a shapewear, shapewear brand Yiddy in 2022 with the goal of helping women of all body types feel unapologetically good about themselves. On Thursday, ahead of the International Trans Day of Visibility, the brand announced that it will offer gender-affirming shapewear for the first time. Titled Your Skin, which is funny because it's not your skin, you're actually using her clothing. Titled Your Skin, the collection features a binder top and tucking thong that has been Two years in the making, according to the announcement posted in the brand's Instagram page. So binders mean what a binder is. It's to made to tuck to hide a woman's breasts. It's actually very painful and it is damaging to the breasts. And a tucking thong is a thong that takes a man's balls and penis and hides them between their legs. So it makes it look like they don't have a balls and penis. These garments, which are used by trans and gender diverse people, this is CNN, mind you, are designed to allow for a visibility, visibly flat contour to the chest and crotch areas. Quote, I can only speak from my own experiences, but I often feel lost in my body, wrote a non-binary model, Shaheem Anderson, who features in the Your Skin campaign on Instagram. Quote, I have always looked to clothing to express who I am inwardly, but there are still some challenges with specific silhouettes, which means he either has, I don't know what, I don't know what he is, she is, Shaheem, I have no idea. How cool that finally a mainstream brand like Yiddy will be selling binders and tucking bottoms. It's one thing to be included in a campaign, but included in a campaign that could potentially make a difference in someone's life and affirm how they feel from the inside means of the world. Now, I do want to point out something here. Um, that to affirm who they are, they're giving clothing that mask who they are. Let's understand this about the trans person. The trans person is always screaming, this is who I am. But the reality is that's not who you are. You're actually hiding who you are. You're masquerading who you are. If you're a transgender woman, you're not a woman, you're a man. And you, putting on makeup, wearing wigs, using this tucking crap, you're actually going out of your way to hide who you really are. You're, ma you're masquerading it. 
And they keep saying this, gender-affirming. Gender-affirming care is me walking up and, and telling a man who thinks he's a woman that he's actually a man. That's gender-affirming. That's telling them who they are. Now, I thought she was. Dis- I thought Lizzo was a disgusting human being before. Now she wants to sell confused teens, chest binders, and penis tucking gear. Penis and testicle tucking gear. By the way, tucking gear for penis and testicle, it's just as dangerous as, as binding. Painful. It is not a good thing. It is, it is, you know, it is just disgusting. Because her main audience are teenagers. I would give this no-talent, ugly, fat bitch more crap for pushing these torture devices, but I won't. She's going to have diabetes. She's going to have high blood pressure. She's going to have heart disease. She's going to have a stroke, certain cancers. She's going to have an early death to deal with because of her weight problem that she doesn't want to take care of and celebrates. So I don't want to pile it on, but she is a piece of crap. Okay, I know I'm running over, but let's 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 go. This is something that really is just absolutely hysterical, and, and you know they're going to win. Um, when you have a society and culture that has no norms, standards, or limits, we get crap like this. So according to Fox News, a Pennsylvania school district faces a lawsuit from the American Civil Liberties Union (ACLU), which, by the way, ACLU used to be a decent organ. I didn't like them. I never liked them, but they used to actually protect free speech and stuff. Now they just protect left-wing causes. For allegedly, okay, let me start over again. A Pennsylvania school district faces a lawsuit from the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, for allegedly prohibiting an after-school Satan club initially approved by the school officials. The lawsuit filed Thursday alleges that the Salcon Valley School District originally approved the club citing that they could not discriminate against the Satanic Temple, which sponsors the ASSC for requesting access to district facilities. The district later rescinded the access after an uproar from others, alleging the club's sponsor had violated the policy requiring outside groups, school facility use, should not interfere with educational program of the schools. By the way, that is an argument. That's a good argument. Because the Satanic Temple is about individual free... It's a humanist organization. It's not a religion. And that's what the Satanic Temple is really trying to push. Now, I'll get back to that. Let's continue with it. The ACLU of Pennsylvania claims the walkback violates the First Amendment's free speech clause. Quote, the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania alleges that SVSD's refusal to grant the ASSC equal access to school facilities gives a heckler's veto to those who dislike the group's religious viewpoint. They don't have a religion. Even though the free speech clause of the First Amendment prohibits the government censoring speech because uh, based on the objections or reasonable reactions of others. An ACLU press release from March 30th reads, Sarah Rose, Deputy Legal Director for the ACLU of Pennsylvania, alleges the district's actions sets a dangerous precedent for refusing to protect controversial opinions from censorship. Okay, couple of things. The ACLU, the question I have for you, why doesn't the ACLU go after it for the First Amendment freedom of religion? 
The reason is because this has already been ruled on. The Satanic Temple, again, is not a religious organization. It's a humanist, atheist organization. They tried to pull this crap back in, I think, 2016, 2015. And and they based it on the First Amendment, freedom of religion. And a judge said, this is not a religion. They do not. The Satanic Temple does not. As a matter of fact, any of the Satanic, the Church of Satan, Satanic Temple, none of them actually worship anything. All they do is push um, humanism, atheism, and self-love. That's what they are. Self-centeredness is what it is. You live your life on your terms, and you don't have to worry about anyone because we are all meat puppets. When we die, we're just going to become dirt, and there's no there's no life outside of that. So do whatever you want. Okay, I could go into what I think about this 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 stupid philosophy. I think it's a stupid philosophy. Okay, this philosophy has been debunked about five hundred times. But outside of that, don't. And by the way, debunked five six hundred years ago. Thomas Aquinas debunked this this crap a long time ago, but these people don't read, so you know they don't know what they're talking about. But the fact of the matter is, this group is not a religion. A judge determined they're not a religion. It was turned down by the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court agreed it's not a religion, so they can't go on religious standards, so they have to now go on free speech. And I got news to you. A couple of years ago, I would have said they're going to lose again. But I don't think they're going to lose this time. I think they're going to win. Because we are a society that doesn't have standards, that doesn't have limits. And and that's a huge problem. Here's the reality. This society is allowed to have standards. We're not allowed... The left says we're not allowed to have standards, right? Men can be women. Women can be men. Uh, everything is free. You can have sex with children. You can have... Naked guys dance in front of children. Children can dance at strip clubs. Things like that. We're not allowed to have those standards and say, no, that's wrong. Well, this is wrong. And I trust me, of all the things I just mentioned, this is the least wrong of what the left is actually doing. But this leftist organization, the Satanic Temple, is trying to push its way in. And looking at how all these people are dressed... I wouldn't be surprised if they succeed. Because we seem to embrace, this society seems to embrace Satan more than it embraces God. Even though the Satanic Temple says there is no Satan. We seem to embrace evil more than we embrace good. We seem to embrace pride and self-fulfillment more than we embrace charity. So, okay, well, I'm running late, but I've got to place this one. So, San Francisco is doing this um, is doing this thing with reparations, and you know they came up with five million dollars a person. They can buy a house for one penny, right? Well, they'll never pay taxes again. I just asinine stuff. Well, it's guess what? Give a mouse a cookie. Okay, when you give a mouse a cookie, it's going to want a glass of milk. Well, this reparations thing is just getting asinine. So there's a guy up in Northern California. He says, not only is five million not enough, we got to go higher. 
at here's what he had to say. It was just this is just crazy. I believe that five million in reparations is too little for the work that Foundation of Black Americans have done for this country and as well for other countries. I believe that 7.6 million is a number that can be used very wisely in our Foundation of Black American communities. 40 acres is also still a good idea. And instead of a mule, we would like a tractor. I also believe that we should know the name of all the companies that participated in the slave trade so we, Foundation of Black Americans, can start up our own companies. We should also be allowed to have a choice to learn our mother language other than Spanish or French in our educational classes. We have the Tut language that was started right here in America. During slavery, we have Swahili, Yoruba, Igbo, Zulu, and Hausa. Community colleges and universities should not raise their tuition prices for the next future generations of each foundation of black American family, and we should be able to change our names to our mother land names totally for free. All types of real estate should not go up in price, but it is our land that was supposed to be for us. But as we all know, it was never given. You know, so 5 million isn't enough. 7.6 million makes sense. I, I don't know where that goes, uh, how he came to that being the amount. Um. So yeah, I, I don't get that. As far as, you know, Forget the donkey, give him uh, 40 acres of land and a tractor. Okay, you know, why 40 acres? Why a tractor? And I, I think the dumb thing is we should not learn Spanish or French. We should learn Swahili or whatever, Zimbabwe or whatever. It, it yeah, Well, you know why you're supposed to learn Spanish and French and not Swahili? Why Swahili is not come Because nobody speaks Swahili. And by and this is such an old thing, the land, land shouldn't go up. Our kitchen. This is coming from a guy who, by the way, has never seen slavery. This guy is so young; he's never even seen Jim Crow. This guy is reading off a cell phone, a cell phone that was invented by Western civilization, and that he can afford. This man is speaking in front of the government because he's allowed to do that now this man has a better life than he ever had and he wants more now the one thing i do want to point out here not a lot of people point out this is not being taken very seriously i mean let's go to seven points let's go to 10 million let's go to 20 million let's go to 50 million a person how about 100 million a person this is not being taken seriously at all. This is just a show, a drama. That's all it is. California can't afford five million, much less seven point six million. California can't afford just to give forty acres of land to every black person that comes out here. And by the way, none of these people were victimized. Matter of fact, these people have it so good. How about this? How about we buy land, we buy a country in Africa and send all those people that don't like this country over there. Oh yeah, that's right. We did that before. The country was called Liberia. And when the slaves were told you can be sent back to Liberia, nobody went. The thing is they hate this country, but they never want to leave it. These people can leave the country anytime they want. And with even if they have meager savings in their banks, any country they go to in Africa or any country they go to around the world, that's going to be a lot of money. They'd be okay, but they don't want to go. 
That's my whole thing. You guys don't want to be here. Don't be here. I know Scott Adams said this. Hey, you guys, you guys are a hate group. I don't want to deal with you. Here's the thing. I don't want to deal with them either. You people, you hate us. And wait till you see the video. By the way, uh, remember I told you I was going to have a video online uh, on Rumble to show you, to add to a podcast. I, I did upload that. Go to Rumble, type in dumbass talking politics. There's going to be another video being released soon, probably today, today or tomorrow, uh, that is going to be a add-on to the podcast about the Trump indictments. Because needless to say, of course, the protesters at the Trump indictment were just stupid. Uh, and they're always worth watching. So you can take a look at it. But, but the fact of the matter is, if you guys hate us so much, then leave. Or go live by yourselves. Leave us alone. I have no problems with black people. I have problems with black people that want us to die. That want us, like this idiot we had last week that actually said, we need a genocide of white people. I don't want to be around this person. This person's unstable. This person is a fascist. Okay. So, I will probably do a podcast tomorrow. I'm not sure. Tomorrow is Good Friday. So, it will be our cleanup podcast. Just the little stuff that we didn't talk about through the week. And there is quite a bit left. I hope you have a great day. If I don't get a chance to say, have a happy Easter. Have a happy Passover. Ramadan is also coming up. I don't know what the date is, but it is coming up. I hope you have a great holy holiday. Uh, God bless. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.